The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. We have Dr. Kathy Greenberg. Between Kathy and I, you know, we have been doing this for eight years, and we're in corporate arenas every day and also private nonprofit uh, agencies. You know, we have helped thousands of leaders in to move into the top 10% themselves and their teams. So we're always focusing on a few things that can help you be a better performer, can help you get more people into that top 10%. And we always like bringing uh, new people, different information uh, to you because, remember, if you do a few micro-initiatives, it can have a macro-impact. So what are the few gems that you can get from, from uh, our conversations, interviews? And today we're going to be talking with Mike Fritz. Mike has a uh, book called Making Leadership Fun. He uh, has a very interesting background. You know, he has a master's degree in leadership, but he has, you know, for many years been a stand-up comedian, you know, and someone who has inspired you know, over about 100,000 people a year, he's very sought, well sought after as a speaker on the speaking circuit. Mike's knowledge of leadership and the ability to make people laugh until it hurts is unmatched. His program, Making Leadership Fun, is not only booked all over the country, but maintains a 92% rebooking rate. He's delivered over uh, 1,500 paid talks, is the author of some best-selling books, uh, Great leaders aren't born, they're made, making leadership fun. He's shared the stage with many celebrities, NFL quarterback uh, and Super Bowl champion Joe Theismann, Glenn Morshauer, uh, who's on the TV show uh, 24, uh, Los Angeles Clippers assistant coach Kevin Eastman. And so Mike's mission is to make leadership fun for every leader. And we know, like Kathy and I do, we're in organizations all the time, and often it's not so much fun. Uh, it's a lot of hard work, and he believes that uh, far too long we've had to endure boring leadership seminars while staring at graphs and stiff speakers sweating through their suits. So at least if we are sweating through our suits today, you won't see us because we're, we're on audio. Um, but Kathy, welcome to the call. Thanks, really. Today's going to be a lot of fun. I met Mike uh, about a year or so ago at a program that a, a buddy of ours, um, Gary Burns, runs uh, for his traction coach business, who was one of our Miraval mindfulness coaches. And Mike was uh, not only one of the most engaging speakers at that program, but Mike has a way of engaging your heart and your mind, which, of course, stimulates, as we know, the positive psychology aspects of optimism and the science of happiness. And we know that when people's minds are activated with joy, 
and all those great endorphins are running through the body, we are able to sustain ourselves longer, avoid stress, do a lot of great things for our mind and body that stimulate our best performance. So I'm real excited today to have Mike on the show. Um, but before we bring Mike on, I'd like to just take a minute and make sure everybody knows who my favorite co-host is, and it should be no surprise to our listeners, that Dr. Relly Nadler, who is not only my friend, but uh, he is a master-level certified executive coach, a psychologist, a corporate leadership, and team trainer. And, of course, Dr. Nadler brings his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and development programs. And, of course, we know that Dr. Nadler's wonderful, wonderful uh, website, which we'll talk about in a moment, features his newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, which provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across industries. And uh, we know it's a mainstay for executives globally. You can visit Relly at truenorthleadership.com. And you can get lots of free downloads to access your best performance through emotional intelligence. And you can also get his free iApp. You know, Relly and I are into paying it forward, and we are very proud to have iApps that you can download at no cost. And they provide so much value. And Relly's iApp is called Leadership Keys. You can go to the Apple Store Go on the iTunes list and look for Leadership Keys by Relly Nadler. Uh, so, Relly, um, we're going to have a fantastic show today, and, and I know there's so many reasons why we do this show. Maybe we should just talk a little bit about that. Okay. Let me do that, and then I'll say a word about you after that. You know, the reason that we, we do this show, 40% of organizations say they do not have enough qualified leaders to move up into these top positions. And some of it is demographic, and some of it is um, just what's going on in our world today. So the demographic piece is the baby boomers, 7 to 8 million, are retiring. And, uh, you know, at a rate of, I heard somewhere like 10,000, uh, you know, I think 10,000 a day. You know, so in, over the next 5, 10 years, we're going to have a, a whole other generation, Generation X, which is there's less of those. There's only about 46 million Generation X. And some of the research is showing Generation X and then the millennials, which Mike's going to be able to uh, tell us a little bit more about, have less emotional intelligence. And part of that is the only reason is they spent more hours in front of a screen than in front of a person. For every time you're in front of a person, you're dealing with how am I communicating, is this message getting across, um, just hour for hour that you're in front of a screen, there's just less data. And I think with all the video that we're now doing, uh, I think that gap that we're seeing, you know, between the Generation X and Generation uh, Y about emotional intelligence, I think that gap's going to close as everything in the next five, ten years is going to be in video on your phone, on your screen. So we'll get back, we'll get back some of those hours of really getting the visual cues. So that's one of the key things, and Kathy, the other aspect is as someone moves up in the organization, the key factor is not only how smart you are and your technical expertise, those are important, but what has been found is this aspect of emotional intelligence, understanding yourself, managing yourself, understanding others, managing others, is the critical factor that allows people to move up further in the organization. So those are some of the key things. and. And for our listeners, you know, Kathy and I have been doing this show for for uh, eight years. We're in 27 countries, 126 cities. 
95,000 downloads. If you go to um, Voice America or iTunes, we have probably now close to about 300 shows, you know, that you can download as MP3. A lot of people listen to it on their phone. Uh, but let me just say a word about uh, Kathy. So, you know, Kathy uh, is an incredible person. Um, she is a uh, got her doctorate in behavioral sciences. She has been worked at some of the best and biggest um, consulting firms, you know, Accenture being one of them, you know, has managed hundreds and hundreds of people all over the, all over the world, and then has um, brought this to her own consulting practice. Um, you can get a hold of Kathy at drkathygreenberg.com. Kathy's been named the first lady of happiness by ABC TV. Uh, an expert on positive psychology, on happiness, some of her best-selling books, What Happy Companies Know, What Happy Working Mothers Know. She touches millions as an in-demand TV and radio personality. And then we're really excited about her new book, Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus. Um, we've had a couple shows about that, and she's done a wonderful job integrating this, uh, her research with emotional intelligence and having some hands-on tools that people can use. And Kathy also has a free uh, iPhone app called the, called uh, Your Happiness Now. So, Kathy, anything else you want to say before we bring on Mike? No, I'm just so excited to okay. hear Mike and hear his voice. He is one of the most fabulous speakers and so funny and so engaging and has a heart of gold. So I'm excited. Okay. Well, good. So, why don't you want to say anything else about him, or bring him on? We kind of went through most of his bio. Yeah, I think you know one of the things that our audience probably uh, will learn about Mike in the next, uh, you know, forty-five minutes or so is um, his website, um, makingleadershipfun.com, is a, a really fantastic resource for people. And when I say he has a heart of gold, you know, one of the things that Mike does in an effort to bring joy globally, uh, is he has a program, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it, that provides opportunities for children around the world who don't have what we have. And uh, hopefully those who are listening today will be inspired to get on board and help us continue to help children laugh around the world. Well, so, Mike, well, Welcome. Thank you guys so much, Kathy and Relly. It is such a blessing to be here, and I'm honored to be on this show. Um, I always love getting around leaders that have a passion to help people and want to see leaders take the next step. And so this radio show has been one that when I found out about it, I started listening to it. And to realize some of the amazing minds that have been on this show, it is an honor to to uh, be one of those. So thank you so much for inviting me, and I can't wait to dig into some of this okay. stuff. Well, we're really glad you're here, because I think you have a, a little different twist on things, which is very refreshing and hopefully it's going to be very helpful to our audience. So we always start off with who have been the people who've kind of influenced you the most, you know, being the leader who you are today. Who are some of the key people that have, you know, that you have followed or have helped you? That's a great question. You know, I have uh, I kind of break my mentors up into different segments. Like there are mentors that I call audio and literary mentors that I never met, mm. and uh, we all have those, right? The ones that we read about, we yeah. read their stuff, we listen to their stuff. We maybe never got the chance to meet them. Um, but one of the biggest uh, audio mentors that I listened to everything he ever put out was Zig Ziglar. As I remember, as a teenager, hearing one of his tapes at first. 
And then I got everything I could from him later on in life. And he, uh, he really was an, a major mm-hmm. impact on, on uh, his ability to speak and, and communicate yeah. and even use humor in the corporate place and uh, his ability to, to engage an audience and, and pull them to a decision. Um, so he's impacted me both from a personal level and from a professional level. Um, so he was a massive, massive impact. But I also have a lot of personal impacts. One of the impacts, uh, most impactful people was actually my dad. Uh, my dad and I are still great friends, but my dad is a is a is a different kind of leader. But um, uh, much of my humor and much of the things that I have done, I I got from my dad. My dad was one of those people that was a significant impact on me. Uh-huh. And uh, and I'll tell you, you know, I mean, in, in a day where we often point to celebrities, I'm going to flip that on its head and say, you know, I really was impacted at home. Yeah, I was one of the big ones. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, also, when you mentioned Zig Ziglar, and I, and I know as, as you are going to talk about kind of the uh, comedic skills, you know, about how do you really touch people's heart and how do you touch their humor, and we hope that our leaders will hear this. Even Zig Ziglar, he had such, I listen to a lot of his stuff too, such a flow in his conversation that you actually just, you wanted to hear him regardless of what the words were. You know? I know. He, you're absolutely right. And Zig had a science to it. He actually would tell you, he gave a joke about every seven to nine minutes in his talk. Uh-huh. And uh, you could actually schedule it and prove because every seven to nine minutes, your your retention decreases um, after that mark. And he wanted to, but, but with a joke, your retention spikes back up. That's and, uh, so, and, and so in every seven to nine minutes, and I've taken that pattern when I do my, my corporate and college speaking is every seven to nine minutes. I make sure there's a segment of humor to spike retention back up and spike uh, um, attend- attention even back up. Right, right. Well, so I know we're going we're gonna to have to take our first break, um, and so let's do that now. This is Leadership Development News, and we'll be right back. We'll be talking with Mike Fritz and talking about how you can grab some of the expertise that he has being a speaker and being in humor. How can you bring that to your world? We'll be right back. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. 
Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 from the boardroom to you Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're having a very special, entertaining, and fun conversation here with Mike Fritz, who is our guest today. You know, Mike, I want to ask you, in a world of you know, leadership authors and speakers and certainly expert authorities uh, on lots of topics related to leadership and emotional intelligence and positive psychology, um, you know, where leadership is talked about so much, what what do you think we're missing still? Hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you, that's that's a great question, because if you go to your local Barnes & Noble in the business and or leadership section, you're going to see leader from about 40 different angles or more, um, and I think that's great. I think they all bring something to the table, but one of the things I've never seen and what inspired me to bring uh, this this angle to the leadership community was, I think that well, this is why my program is titled Making Leadership Fun. I think we miss, in all of our research of graphs of psychology and all the things we study, which we certainly should, we miss the element and the benefit of laughing and having a blast while we impact people. And I, have con- I can tell you personally, the people that have impacted me the most are the people that cared about me for sure but the people that made me laugh and the people that made me love being around them. And, you know, I have to say that as all of us have learned over the course of our speaking career, and Raleigh, I'm sure you as well, we've all learned, uh, you know, always engage your audience, start with something that is, is fun and humorous, and always interject some humor along the way because people learn more when those great endorphins are circulating in their body. They absolutely. kind of feel it, you know? Yep, absolutely. There's an old 
Go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You're saying I was going to say there's an old statement inside of uh, speaking that we say is laughing brains are learning brains. Mm. And um, what we have to understand is it's as if when the brain laughs, those endorphins that are let off then act as almost like glue to information. And so when, we, when, when they're laughing, man, we're light up, we remember more. Um, and, in fact, you can, you can, you can, there's been studies done when people walk out of a, a comedic show, they can remember way more jokes than if they walk out of a content-driven seminar. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, why, why, why is that? And, I, and it's because the brain is very receptive to laughter. You know, laughter is a very powerful tool. Mm-hmm. Well, say a little bit more, you know, when you say, Make leadership fun, um, and you have fun. F, F period U period N. Is that is that an acronym for something? Absolutely, yes, it is. And what what that what I've done with that program is breaking fun down into three categories. Um, fun we often think of as fun. You know, we're we're we're, we're laughing, we're engaging people, and we're, we might be uh, a day out at the wherever, you might be out on your bike, whatever fun is to you. Um, But in this context, I've taken three words that really makes leadership a more fun experience for everybody. And the first one, the F stand in in making leadership fun stands for friend. And what I've realized is every time, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, if I'm around people that I love to be around, no matter what I'm doing, I love doing it more. And so... I just want to make sure I got these. So the F is for friend? The F is for friends. And you know that okay. sometimes, you know, I, was, I spoke at this, content, this, uh, this conference one time, and a guy walked up to me and said, this is so simple. Um, you're using words that, you know, we learned when we were three. And I said, that's why it works. Yeah. Because often we get so caught up in the grass, which I think all the research is phenomenal. We need it. But we forget the true, just how, how us people work. Yeah. And the fact that when we're around people we love to be around, we have more fun and we're almost always more productive and produce greater results. Right, right. Well, so in that idea of kind of being so friends, being friendly or someone that you, someone that you really can relate to. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you look at, I mean, this goes from anywhere from an organization to, a, 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 you know, a smaller business, a corporation with maybe more employees to a smaller business, even all the way to an entertainer or a band. Um, they've proven bands that are closer together sell more albums. Mm. They, 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 they book more shows. They have a more receptive group because yeah. when they're together, their music turns out better. Their writing sessions are better. And it's the same for businesses. When you're in a meeting and you love being around and you're walking to the meeting, you're cracking jokes about the weekend, and then you go into some more serious stuff, it's the, the atmosphere is one of camaraderie right. towards a common goal rather than I'm here for me. Well, one of the things, and I know you probably know this research, too, this is from the Gallup uh, <clears throat> Journal and, and when they go into organizations, and they ask that question, do you have a best friend at work? And they have found that if you have a best friend at work, you're more productive. You can vent with them. You can clarify with them. You can ask the, mm-hmm. dumb, que- you can ask the dumb questions with them. You know, you can put things in perspective with your humor. Absolutely. And you know what? That is a, that is a great proof to the point that, um, that friends create an atmosphere of, of success. They right. really do. I mean, you certainly cannot remove the skills of whatever you're doing. You can't say friends can trump the knowledge of business and knowing what you're doing, because that's not true. But uh, being aside, building the culture of success at your workplace 
Right. You have to develop relationships. It has to be a horizontal business as well, meaning that you're, you're working well with the people around you and you're building relationships. Yeah. In fact, there's been some studies done. People that hang out outside of work get more done inside of work. Mm. And, um, and it, it, it's an interesting study that I was reading, and I thought, you know, that's interesting because the people that I have been involved with um, in my past, if I do things to them outside of work, I, they become more of a friend than a colleague, if you will. Yeah. Interesting. That's great. So what's the U stand for? That's great. Okay, so U stands for um, not only do we must build rela- uh, relationships with those around us, with friends, but U is unique opportunities. Mm-hmm. And what that means is, is the organization needs to continually be asking how can we provide unique opportunities for the people that work here, whether it be because mm-hmm. you work here, you get to, um, you get to be on this, uh, on this trip with our group. It has nothing to do with work. It's just a, it's a weekend corporate retreat that we're sending everybody to or a unique experience with the team because these words fit together. So if we take a unique experience, we take our group away for the weekend, and we're connecting and we're building mm-hmm. relationships, then that helps the friend piece. So unique opportunities, I've told leaders, always be asking yourself this question, what unique opportunities can I create that only my employees can be a part of that they would love, that, that would make them love their job? Because the truth is, it's called inclusion by exclusion. When people see the people inside having all the fun, they automatically want to be involved, and you have more people pursuing your corporation for both an employee and a client. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike, you've worked with a, a lot of celebrities, and um, I, the, 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 I guess the big question is, have you learned something from working with hosts of Saturday Night Live, you know, like people like Ellen, you know, Ellen uh, DeGeneres, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Amy Poehler, mm-hmm. um, you know, Jim Gaffney, I mean, Jimmy Fallon, Tina Fey. I mean, what do you think it is, right, that they do on a regular basis that we can actually apply to create higher performers in the workplace? I know it's hard for people to make some of these connections, and I just want to kind of drill down on that. Yeah, no, that's a great question. One of the things that I have learned about every entertainer, and the one that most of the people you mentioned were entertainers, they're, they're comedic entertainers, and then they may have their own show or something like that. One of the things that I have realized about every single one of them is they were bold enough to use their unique, their uniqueness and kind of like turn up the volume. Mm. I'm going to use, a, I'm going to use a, a quote from a professional wrestler, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, don't shut the phone off on me. <laughs> but he, <laughs> he, said, he said, successful speakers and entertainers simply take one characteristic and turn up the volume. And, and what happens is with all of those, those entertainers you mentioned, Ellen DeGeneres or, or Jimmy Fallon or, uh, or even like a... Um, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, who's real hot on the market, or a Jerry Seinfeld, who took basically his comedic routine and built a show out of nothing, like just everyday life, mm-hmm. and was so successful. But one of the things they were bold enough to say, this is who I am, and I'm just going to be who I am. One of the things, as, as we just lost um, two amazing comedic pieces to the world with Joan Rivers and Robin Williams, one of the things that made those guys both so successful 
is they were willing to just be who they were and not care what anybody else saw. Right. right. I mean, you look at Robin Williams, he, that guy was crazy, but he was so engaging with people yes. and so funny. And look at, look at how much success he had just because he was willing to be who he was. And I think as leaders, when we stop and we try to become something else, we lose everything unique that we bring to the workplace. Well, I think, uh, you know, that hits, you know, home for, for Kathy and I when we're in organizations. You know, we do a lot of assessments around strengths. There's, you know, there's things called, you know, know your strengths, go with your strengths. Sometimes yep. it's called un- unique capabilities. And so a lot of the coaching that we will do is, is help people identify that. And what happens sometimes, um, and I love that idea of turn up the volume because, you know, I really talk about, you know, how do you dial that up? They may be looking at other areas that they're not so good at, when saying, well, how do you really accentuate that? So another way of saying that, Barbara Fredrickson says, how do you build and broaden on your strengths? And I think that kind of uniqueness uh, is really critical. One, to know it, and then two, to then turn up the volume. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the company that is bold enough to work hard enough to get people only doing what they are gifted in will be the company that is successful. Yeah. Um, in fact, there's an old statement, a leader, Andy Stanley, that I follow. He says, as a leader, you have to work hard at the 80-20 rule, 80% of your time only doing what only you can do. Mm, yeah, yeah. And, and I, that, that phrase has literally changed the way I thought about my, my speaking because I'm the guy in the meeting that's going to be cracking jokes and, and lightening it up and bringing smiles to faces. So for me to walk in as the serious guy, I've completely relinquished the unique brilliance right. I can bring to the world. Do you know right. what I, that makes sense? Yeah. No, that's great. So... So I just want to make sure we hear, go back to the acronym of FUN. So we got friends, we got unique opportunity, and then what's the N stand for? The, the N, one of the greatest things, you make leadership fun by always instilling and installing a next-level structure. And here's what I mean. I think too often we, in companies and in, in a lot of the college students I speak to, we do what we do because that's what others do, and we're not looking at, hey, what's next? Because the truth is, when people get to the next level of business, they like that. It's fun. When they get to a next position, they get promoted. They achieve a goal that was that's outside of their comfort zone. It feels good. It makes you love what you do. And so I think too often what we've done is we don't look what's we don't ask the question all the time, what's next? And it's not what's different. It's okay. I'm 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 achieving this kind of revenue this year. How can next year I make enough sales to? increase 30% more, just continuing to stretch us beyond the norm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I think that ties into a lot of the, the leadership stuff of, of really giving stretch goals or just having that conversation. It doesn't have to be a leader giving it to them, but to the individual that they, feel, stre- they feel stretched by their boss or leader. Absolutely. And the boss or leader creating a system that celebrate, celebrates their successes. Uh, a culture that once they get to a level, they celebrate it. And once they get to the next one, they celebrate it. And, and that brings me to the point of how do we get to them before they're leaders? You know, you, I think you probably do more college speaking than anybody I know. You speak to many college students who will be entering the work world uh, in, in the few years. What, what anxieties or fears uh, do these young people have, and, and how do they see the future, and how do you get them to see that future using that fun mental model? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, hey, hey Mike, 
Hey, Mike, yeah. I just I, I think we just <clears throat> heard that we should we should take our break, and there's a good okay. pause because I think you're an expert more so than folks about what we're calling the millennials. So why don't we take a break and we'll be right back and we'll jump into that. This is Leadership Development News and we'll be right back. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're having a very interesting and inspirational and fun conversation with Mike Fritz, who's a specialist on the use and application of humor in corporate environments, in college environments, and in humanitarian efforts and fundraising. So, Mike, we were talking about, you know, at your college speaking, how do you deal with these uh, millennials. I think you're an expert on millennials, if I'm not mistaken. And what kind of anxieties and fears do you help them deal with using humor so they can go into the future with a big heart and open mind and be successful? Yeah, that's great. I'm so excited to be able to answer. And if I get so passionate, just tell me, hey, tone it down there, Mike, because this is, this is right in my passion zone. One of the things that I see everywhere I go at colleges is growing up, and I don't think we've meant to do this as our, as our students have grown up and grow, with, as the millennials have gotten into college and now launching into the workforce, is we've trained them to think obstacle and not opportunity. So what happens is we have a group of college students out there asking the question, what can I achieve, rather than what do I want to achieve? And so we have a group of people entering the workforce essentially going in with low expectations so they don't fail. Mm. 
And one of my biggest things with this, this collegiate program making leadership fun, at that next level, the reason I end with that N at every talk is because my goal is to liberate them to actually start dreaming. What do I want to do? How do I want to impact the world? I mean, let's be honest. All of us have had the, the story when we were kids, when we said, I want to be a writer. And somebody said, well, you know how many people actually make money at that? Or I want to be a musician. And well, not too many people make it. Almost people trying to protect us from failure. But what they've done is they've crippled us from dreaming. Hmm. And uh, so what I do with the millennials, they're often coming into the workplace with dead dreams. They're not thinking in the massive ways that are that are either our founding fathers or even the massive people that invented with you know Henry Ford and in, in the inventive age and in the industrial age when things were coming out. We had massive movement thinkers where, where we have people that are that are not are they're not dreaming anymore. So my job with this program in the collegiate market is to launch people into the corporate market that are dreaming again. So when the corporations get a hold of them, they have fiery on fire, ready to change the world, people on their hands. When you think about this, Mike, I'm sure you do. You think a lot about this. You know, you're a, you're a counter to what they're seeing in the media, and we all see in the media every single day is always what's wrong, the next catastrophe. Yeah, yeah. And it's all it's bad news, bad news, bad news. Um, yeah, so I, I could see why they're going to be so cautious. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. When was the last time you you saw a news show about the old guy that went over and helped his neighbor? Right. You don't. You don't see. You don't see those shows. Those 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 inspirational or the nonprofit that was started that's feeding thousands and millions of, of children. Those aren't making our news because it's. Uh, I I don't actually know why, but I, I'll say it this way: it's tragic because I want our young people to launch into right. corporations that you guys are working with. I want to see these people out there that know how to build good relationships with people, how to take advantage and create unique opportunities how to develop next-level structures in their corporations yeah. so nobody's stagnant. That's where, the, that's where the action really really is for these organizations to change. That's our hope, I think. Mm-hmm. So let's say you just finished a talk, you know, and I know you've done a ton of these, and, you know, and I know you're, you're inspirational and you kind of got them going. And then, you know, when you're successful is when all of a sudden you finish talking and then it's done and then you get a line of people who either you know want you to sign their book or or to ask you some questions what are what are some of the things that they may ask you know that you find is very common a lot of questions are um how to questions are like okay well i i i thought a while ago and i i i hear a lot of sentences start out that way i thought a while ago which those are telling statements because that means they're they haven't thought about it in a while hmm. and uh and so i thought a while ago about starting this business but i don't know how how to go about it Mm-hmm. And so where our colleges are doing well, they're doing well at giving our students some very, some very basics, and they're trying to cover a, a wide range. Right. Where, our, where we could turn up the notch a little bit is giving them the life skills it takes to take an initiative, to take a drive and make it successful and mm. think creatively. That's where we're missing the boat a little bit, and that's where I, I commend colleges that have speakers like me and others come in they understand the need for those life things to be taught. So a lot of these students are coming up asking questions like, I've never set, set goals before. How do I do it? Hmm. You know, I've never written anything down. Why, why do you write goals down? And, mm-hmm. you know, as we've studied with leaders, your, your, your percentage of, of results goes up significantly when you commit it to paper and you commit it to others. 
Right. You know, right. we've seen that all over, but students have never done that. They've never been told that they needed to do that. And now it's like, so that's one thing. Um, did you have any more questions before I give you the second piece to the millennial piece? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, no, I'm all ears. <laughs> okay. The, 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 second, the second, like, facet to the millennial is because of that technology piece you were talking about, they are coming into the workforce with lower social skills. And uh, what I'm trying to, to build with the friend piece of my talk is they're coming into the workforce kind of with an entitlement mentality. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're coming into the workforce thinking, I, I work for this, therefore you owe me this. And what we're seeing a little shift in that, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, you but, mean that but entitlement, that kind of entitlement mentality? You, 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 you say, what do I mean by that? I, I'm calling it entitlement. Yes. You owe yeah. me something, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Whether, so the job, the boss gives you a job and you say, well, I make this much, so he is only getting this much worth of work. And it's, it's a, I'm entitled to this job. And instead of saying, okay, I've been given this job, how can I make this position legendary by how well I do it? Mm-hmm. How can I, you know, and I mean, I, I, I grew up in a home where my mom started out making $3 an hour as a typist and now travels all over the country as the vice president of that very own insurance organization. Mm. And so I watched somebody make her job legendary, and every angle she, or every level she went to, she worked it, and she worked it, and she worked it, and now is incredibly successful. And so I think we were, that's one of the pieces right. of millennials. What we, you, us three, and other le- thought leaders can bring to these millennials to offer yeah. them a new way of thinking. And so one of those things, and this ties in with just, you know, some of the emotional intelligence competencies, you know, that Kathy and I deal with the organization. Correct. It's usually, you know, depending on the, the competency, it could be initiative, it could be independent, but the, and in some of the research of people who are the top performers, they're going above and beyond, just like you said, about what's next for the future. They're thinking, they're thinking about that, and then they're bringing that idea instead of saying, well, I did, you know, I finished this, now what? You know, it's yep. like I finished this, and here's what I've been thinking about. You know, what if we did this, or what if we did that? That they really take massive amounts of initiative. Yep, that's absolutely true. I mean, no inventor was told what to do next. Yeah, they they were the originator of the thought. They were the originator of the idea. And we need what I call inventors. We need inventors in positions. They may not be inventing, you know, cars and cotton gins, but they're inventing ideas on how to accomplish things better. And uh, and that's where I want to see the millennials go. Well, and you know, this is such. This is it goes back to even some of the the Stephen Covey stuff. You know, seven habits of highly effective people. I mean, and what he sure. and what he did is he went back and studied. I think for his his PhD dissertation, some of the success factors that were two hundred years old and right. you know, not the current stuff. Like you know, here's this quick technique and the NLP stuff. But it was, mm-hmm. really was you know, and his first. The first habit is be proactive. So exactly what we're talking about. Exactly. So let me ask you in the in the little bit of time that we have left, what what can we tell our audience about you? I know what they can learn about you at www.mikefritz.net as well. M I K E F R I T Z dot net. But what what? What do you want to get across to our audience, and how have you also used this gift for humanitarian purposes? It's a great question. My first thing is every organization, college, nonprofit should be asking the question, how can we make leadership fun 
building relationships, unique opportunities, and next-level structure. How can we be doing this to increase the retention and engagement of our people? That's the first question. thing is that I want to leave them with that question to be at least mulling that over in their in their strategic planning. And um, the second thing is, one of the, my passion, of course, for the next generation has been bled into other things, like um, I am a, I'm one of the spokesmen for an organization called One Child Matters. And, um, and Relly and Kathy and I were in Arizona just a little bit ago, and we were talking about this organization with some other people at Marival. And uh, it's an organization where we're able to raise uh, sponsorship funds for children in over 17 countries. We have over 40,000 children sponsored in the, on the globe getting food, shelter, clothing, water, and education. We believe the five things that really, really are, are, are needed growth elements to make successful people. And, uh, and, and that's one of the ways that I'm, I'm about this next generation coming in and taking over our world for good. And that's one of the ways that I, I, I have done it. And I've always thought best way to be involved in the world find a problem you want to change and get involved. And I hate seeing these next people coming up without these elements of life. And so I've been partnering with people raising these money. And so if they do go to MikeFritz.net and they can, they can email me right off the website and I would love to get them involved if anybody is interested. Well, that's great, Mike. And I know when we were all together, people were very, very enthused about all that. Can you tell them how they can find you, Mike? Because there's multiple websites. Yes, definitely. The easiest way is um, info at net will just jump over all those websites and get right to my office. And uh, if you put in the subject line, uh, um, leadership call with Relly and Kathy, I'll know where you're from, and that'll get funneled straight to my uh, my hip so that I'll make sure that you get responded to. So info at net. That's info at MikeFritz.net, and you can get involved with me, uh, whether it be for a speaking opportunity or if you'd like to get involved in a One Child Matters opportunity, which uh, is just changing the world, and we are just to bring tears to my eyes for all the kids that are getting stuff because of our donors. That's great. So I think we've got to take our, our last break here, um, and then we'll come back and kind of and, uh, and finish up. One of the things I wanted to ask you about, you know, uh, to think about during the break, you know, for leaders, trying to be inspirational is always challenging. Um, trying to be funny or bring humor for all the reasons we're saying. So any kind of tips as we come back, that would be very interesting. I would love to. I'll have a couple tips ready for you. Stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> this is Leadership Development News. We'll be right back, so stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. 
Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking with Mike Fritz. You know, Mike, just before we left, you know, Kathy and I are always dealing with leaders. One is this thing around inspirational, but what are there some tips about bringing more humor? Because if, you, if uh, you're an engineer or you're a scientist, I mean, for me, too, it's like, okay, so I may not be naturally funny. Well, you know, what are some of the ways to bring some more humor into a talk or a presentation you're making? That's a great question. One of the biggest, there are two, two tips I'll give you. Um, Because I could talk about this for days. Um, Two tips I'll give you. The first one is uh, self-deprecating humor is always the funniest. Mm -hmm. If you you actually will look at uh, study comedians, which I obviously have um, over the years just to to better myself, is um, a lot of their, anywhere from 20 to 30 percent, 40 percent in some really good ones, um, is it's, it's deprecating themselves. Um, they're not they're not cutting down the audience. Usually, they're cutting down themselves. And if they do, it's after they've cut down themselves. They're, and it's not in a it's not in just to bring themselves down. It's because people can identify with yeah. struggle, and so people identify. So if you know if you have a little weight to lose, or if you're too skinny, or if you've got a you know no hair, or if you've got just some you know weird quirks, play off those. And in a way that, that builds rapport with people. You know, the, the, the old idea is you want to take them right and then jerk them left. That's tip number two is the element of surprise. So whatever people think you're going to say, you say the opposite. Um, there's a, there's a, a joke um, that, that has been written for a, a lot of years. It was like, it says, you know, there was, a, there was somebody knocking on my door the other day, and finally I had to get up and let them out or let them in. Or let them out, I mean. <laughs> and it's the right. idea. Everybody thinks they're going to say in. Right. And they, oh, they're, they're inside. They need to get out. And so it's like, uh, and so the idea is that I've taken them right, and then I pulled them left real, right. real fast. Right. Uh, and so, so it's the idea that the two tips that I would say is, is play off yourself. I mean, one of the things I'll tell you about myself is I am a crazy, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm what you would call a spaz. And uh, when, especially on stage, I'm, I'm very physical. I'm very crazy. When I was in the second grade, I literally had, this is a true story, my second grade teacher put a seatbelt on my desk. Wow. 
And uh, and that may that might make some people mad, but I play that up because I was this crazy kid. I actually had to have a seatbelt. Well, how much humor do you think I can play out of that thing? How many people have had that happen to them? <laughs> Probably not too many. But the idea is that I'm so crazy that I play off that. And, you know, there are certainly times where it doesn't serve me as well, but on stage, I always play off that. And it's not a matter of cutting yourself down. It's a matter of using your own your own uh, identity kind of to connect with people. That's two ways that you can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Well, you know, it's funny. One of the things that I've learned from you, Mike, is how you can take any audience, uh, for example, at the Masterful um, at the Mastermind, at the Mindfulness Mastermind, uh, you got up in front of a, a sold-out audience of people who were there to talk about wellness, and you got us to laugh at ourselves by just being human. Can you kind of just give an example of that? Um, what, what, how do you learn about an audience so that you can bring them that opening line that stimulates that love, that gets them to see that we're all human, and and kind of go from there. Like, how do you do that? Yeah, you know, the the, the first thing I do is I I will I I do my research. I do research on every audience I speak to, and I often will start with something that everybody the the the, the uh, underlying thought is something people think about but don't talk about. Mm. And so it's something people think about that everybody knows what you're talking about, but nobody speaks about it. And so then it, it, it's funny. So if I go into an audience like at our Mindfulness Mastermind in, in Marival, I know I've got a lot of business professionals. I've got a lot of corporate people. So I, I, I've probably got a lot of travelers. So I started with an airplane joke, mm-hmm. a joke I wrote about um, an airline that will remain nameless, and then I state the airline. You see, it's, it's the idea that I'm not going to tell you the airline, and then I say it. It's like, wait a minute, I thought you weren't going to tell us. <laughs> right. And then I just state the airline anyway. And then I, I, I talk about how they were they had pilots that were, that were uh, they fired some pilots for being drunk. And I said, you know, I mean, you, you definitely don't want to be in a, on an airplane like that. You know, but I did write a joke um, that how many pilots does it take to fly to a certain airline? Two and a fifth. <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about then, right? And so, so, so you've got, oh, two, everybody knows there's two pilots, but then if they, so you play off that, everybody knows what I'm talking about at that. So it's the idea that I start with a common denominator of things people think about but don't talk about. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and, and so, I'll, so when I go to like a mindfulness mastermind or something, I'll think, okay, I've probably got people that travel, people that are on airplanes. So I'll start with an airplane joke. Or if I'm at college, I always start with a joke saying, you know, colleges, I love seeing college students show up to campus because the guys are always like, hot girl, hot girl, hot girl. And the girls are like, we got nothing. <laughs> and I start with that joke right off because every college student, both guys, I just won the girl audience over like crazy, which we all know the girl audience is if you win the female audience, usually you win the whole audience. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it, I win those over right off the bat. And and uh, and then the guys are like, but all the guys all know that's what they do too. So it's like I've got the whole audience. Yeah, I yeah, use yeah. a joke. I'll, or if I'm on college, I'll make a joke about having no money because a lot of college students are right. struggling financially. And so, so, so the, the point is finding a joke that matches everybody. 
You know, and I think at least for our leaders, to translate this a, a bit and then we'll bring us to a close, is it's the funny part, just like Mike's saying, but it's also the empathy. So you don't necessarily have to write a joke about it, but it can also be, do you understand what they're, what the empathy? And Kathy and I talk a fair lot about that, that as a leader, that's where you connect. If you know, if you can say what you know what's going on with them, and that's what you're saying, Mike, if you can yes. You know, they're thinking it, and you can say it. Now, it may not always be the humor, but it can be, you know, knowing the pain, knowing the struggle, knowing yep. the frustration, knowing the hours exactly. they're working. Yep, exactly. A lot of times, yep, that's exactly right, really. And, and I think that would be a specific thing people could do to help them with their humor. That's great. Well, Mike, this has been really great. So we've been looking forward to having you and really glad that you got an opportunity, to, you know, to uh, put this in your schedule. And I'm so thankful you guys were able to have me. And, again, if anybody needs to get me, info at MikeGrid.net. That's great. And Mike, you are a joy to be around. You are uh, an inspiration. I think any coach or any professional speaker who wants to learn how to engage an audience needs to meet you, talk to you, you know, just I know you have um, you've got some books that you have written. Yes, I have. I've written uh, Making Leadership Fun. And I've written um, Great Leaders Aren't Born, They're Made. And there's a student edition of that, Great Student Leaders Aren't Born, for my college students. And now we're just about ready to launch. Um, it's coming up in about the next year, our program on for speakers to teach them how to do all this stuff, how to engage audiences, how to, how to speak from the platform. So we're, we're, we're instituting a program just to help people with that very thing. Well, I know when I need an opening joke for a fantastic audience of CEOs in any industry, I call you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you so much, guys. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Mike. Uh, this has been Leadership Development News, so uh, continue to, to tune in to tune in your performance. We'll talk to you all or uh, have a, listen to our show next week. Thanks a lot. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 